You're listening to episode 10 of the Mizcast, tentacles and all. I'm your host, Jonathan Crummett, and today joining me is the Cthulhu Bob. Tentacles and all. Tentacles and all. So we Indeed. finally got you on to the show. That is correct. After I don't know how many times we've tried, we've worked it out. My pesky tendency to leave town. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so right before we get started, I want to uh, state a couple corrections and a thank you, I guess. In our last episode, the interview with Kenneth Hyatt, I got my co-host's name, last name incorrect. It's Suzanne Caro, not whatever I said. Uh, also, recently, we've got a new image for Ms. Cast, some new cover artwork, and I want to thank Jonathan Crummett. Not me, Jonathan the Crummett. The other Jonathan Crummett. There is actually another Jonathan Crummett out there who is also a graphic designer, a better graphic designer than I am, who made the robot that's on our new cover. And now I feel like we should give that robot a name too, but... Mm, we'll think of that. From this moment forward, I will refer to you as Jonathan Clonet, by the way. <laughs> oh, great. I'm not the real one? I think I'm older. I'll have to go into our Facebook pages and check. Anyway, he's a great uh, great graphic designer. He knocked that robot out for me like in half a day or it's whatever. It's really, really groovy. It was yeah. cool. And um, so I want to thank him and his website. If you want to check out more, what he does is uh, jonathancrummett.blogspot.org. I think it's .org. Maybe it's .com. Try one or the other. <laughs> .org, I believe, is what you typed in earlier. All right. Anyway, so uh, moving on. We are, as if we sit here, 55 days away from MizCon 26 of Fairy Tale, although by the time this show airs, it might be down to 49 days. Or some other number. Somewhere in between, hopefully. So Cir- it's, Circa 49. Yeah, so it's coming on uh, quickly. And we've got lots of developments in uh, MizCon 26. First of all, we have landed the Iron Throne. Yes, Justin Barba specifically has landed the Iron Throne. Thank you, Justin. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the Iron Throne from HBO's uh, series at Game of Thrones will be here, will be available for you to sit in. In the lobby of Ruby's Inn at 4825 North Reserve Street, Missoula, Montana, 59808. Good at that one. I don't know their address. But yeah, you can come and get your picture taken sitting in that. I wanted to advertise it as, you know, plant your butt in the same spot that Sean Bean sat, but maybe that's not the best that's way little, of going that's about it. a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I wrote that online the other day, and somebody, a friend of mine in England, says, you know what, being from the same hometown, it's really not that big of a deal. But I was like, yeah, but this is the Iron Throne, though. So anyway. So, yeah, it was really great for HBO to agree to send us that. And we and, and along those lines, we have a lot of people that send MizCon stuff that help Indeed us out. Indeed, we do. And, and, and at the risk of... Yeah, go ahead and ask me that question. Okay, no, go ahead. Uh, You've already started. Indeed. At the risk of forgetting people, now that I'm enumerating some people, I'm undoubtedly going to forget them, and I apologize to those who my Alzheimer's out. But we have Barnes & Noble, who is going to set up a nifty table full of books from our authors, as well as give us signage space. Beautiful signs made by Jonathan Crummett. Fabulous signs. The one that's also, sitting here, not the other one in Ohio. Indeed. Yeah, right. Jonathan cloned it. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I failed already. The Book Exchange, who donates zillions and zillions of books to us every year that we give away to you, the attendee of MizCon. Muse Comics, who donates a lot of good stuff to us. Uh, and Fantasy and Science Fiction Magazine, for sending us really groovy back issues of their magazine. They, we Several hundred of those. Chessex, who gives us dice to give to you. Steve Jackson Games donates a lot of product, as does Chaosium, who makes uh, Call of Cthulhu and the BRP role-playing system. 
And, of course, Ruby's Inn and Convention Center at 4825 North Reserve Street, Missoula, Montana, 59808. And What's Ruby herself, who does exist, yes, there is a Ruby who owns Ruby's, and her husband, Lou, and Tim, the hotel manager. Men call him Tim. And he's a great guy. Yeah, Ruby's is a great location. The How much they go, I think, above and beyond for us is just incredible. Indeed, having attended many science fiction conventions over my ancient, ancient life, uh, very few facilities even are respectful to science fiction conventions. And these people love us. We, we show up for meetings, and they're all excited, even when we're six months out. Like, I can't believe it's coming. Yeah, I'm so happy. They're, they're really nice to let us have our meetings there and Indeed. eat their popcorn and have Drink their, their soup. soup and all that kind of stuff. We have lots of kids' activities that will be available to partake of for the uh, children of our guests at MizCon 26 of Fairytale, which we lovingly call SpawnCon. SpawnCon. So some of our uh, activities that they can partake of, we'll have a Darth Vader pinata. Which is pretty exciting. I, which I'm assuming they're going to beat with with a lightsaber of some sort. Ooh, that's a cool idea. Dragon will have a lightsaber we can use. Right, and we can even and damage, probably like... And he can repair. We could fix up a, I don't know, a, a broom handle we'll, or something we'll like that too. Light you know? blue. Yes. Yeah, get some glow-in-the-dark paint or something like that. But I, I think we need to have a, a Darth Vader pinata for the adults too because that sounds like too much fun, personally. Personally. <laughs> I want to whack a well, Darth sure Vader pinata too. Darn it. Tinfoil hats is another activity to, going on. To prevent your mind being read by aliens and or the government. Or those Illuminati, which still infest our convention. That's very true. Watch out for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be playing with, uh, <laughs> playing with Play-Doh. Which, who doesn't like Play-Doh? Indeed. And you can eat it, possibly. You mentioned earlier crown and tiara making. Which yeah, there's so, there'll be... Uh, for the fairy princesses out there. I've been told, yeah, that we'll be able to decorate your own crown and, to- and tiaras. Paper toy craft. That one sounds kind of interesting. 3D paper toys, not... I'm assuming more than just paper airplanes. Spontaneous origami. There we go. <laughs> yeah, freeform origami. <laughs> freeform. Uh, face painting... And then one that caught my eye, I'm not sure what exactly it is, but it's called Surviving the Witch's Spell. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. But And many more. And many more. So those are just some of those things uh, available for kids to do. So it's a convention for all ages, so families are welcome. There'll be stuff for their children to do. Indeed. While they make chain mail or whatever else we've got going on there. Yeah, we have all kinds of chainmail making and sword making this year. Actually, Dragon Dronay will be doing his first ever public armor making demonstration wow. at our convention. Yes, never before on planet Earth or any other planet. Are we bringing in a forge for that? Is he going to be like, you know, stoking the bellows? Uh, I don't believe so, but that would be really cool. <laughs> we could turn <laughs> we'll the, look into uh, that. With the barbecue pit into a, you know, into right. a forge or yeah. something along Stoke those lines. Stoke that thing up and yeah, I saw a picture of him as he. I forget his his Sith name. Darth for, Malgus. Yeah, but I saw a picture of him in uh, Times Square. Oh, indeed, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's that really is a groovy. really great picture. I was YouTube. just in, check it out on YouTube. Yeah, I was in Times Square recently. It was fun having lunch with him at Radcon a few weeks ago because I'm sitting here talking to my brother and he's bald and wearing these contact lenses that make him look like Darth Malgus. <laughs> it's funny how. That automatically changes your perception of someone you know incredibly well. Just mm-hmm. wearing a mask or a pair of weird contact lenses and not having normally been bald. Yeah, he it, comes up with some fantastic costumes. Indeed. Whatever, he's really talented. So there you go. For those of you out there playing whatever system that game is on, <laughs> can you tell I'm not an electronic game player? Come meet Darth Malgus. 
My brother, Dragon Jonay. He's older than me, too. <laughs> That's, I didn't think that was possible. Indeed. Well, speaking of uh, uh, older than you, we, uh, we asked on Facebook a while ago for some questions, and we got a couple. And then I have, oh, no. some, <laughs> I have some Should myself. I dread this? Perhaps. Uh, so anyway, well, we're going to get to know Cthulhu Bob here a little bit better. <laughs> so first along, how long have you been the, uh, the president of MizCon? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. I first became I, twelve was the first one that I have done. Okay, that I did, and we're on that I done twenty six. So yes, but there was also a thirteen and a half in there. Oh yeah, there was a thirteen so, and a half there. Was that was that the misplaced con? That was misplaced con in oh. Bozeman, and thanks to all those guys who put that on for fear that miscon may die if we. Essentially, we were at a different facility at the time, and there was a concern that if we didn't do miscon one year, people may lose interest and not come back again. Mm-hmm. So some guys in Bozeman just on their own initiative scraped together thirteen and a half and and helped us keep rolling. So hmm. good on them. Yeah. So one of the questions that I've been dying to ask, and there might be a lot of people out there that already know the answer to this. I know Justin says he already knows the answer to this, but how did you get the name Cthulhu, Bob? I was at Natchez, which is a game store that no longer exists in Missoula, and a guy by the name of Chris Leader walked in one day. I, I run a lot of Call of Cthulhu, and I really love Cthulhu Mythos stuff. And had so Chris knew this, of course, and he walked in the game store one day, and I was standing there, and he looked at me and said, It's Cthulhu Bob! And it stuck. other people started calling me that. And I thought, you know, for a nickname someone else gave me, it was not bad. So That's I figured I better embrace that before I get something more appropriate like dumb guy or you know, <laughs> dumb something guy. hideous. I have to admit, I'm, I'm kind of jealous of the nicknames not only you got cthulhu bob uh joe taylor our games chair is quasi joe uh in spokane we have illuminati rob illuminati rob i I want some kind of cool name like that (laughs) but i can't uh, jonathan doesn't really work with anything or whatever armageddon Um, jonathan you know it's too many syllables well, and so clonement, I think. You know? <laughs> clonement. I don't yeah. think you like that one as much. <laughs> Maybe as, not uh, that one. Jonathan Clonement, yes. <laughs> like I've okay, been going I'll, through. I the will c- officially. I I now vow I will come up with a cool. Okay, nickname I've been going through the the Cthulhu, Cthulhu myth, mythos and Yogshuk Jonathan or something. I don't know. Anyway, John Lothotep. <laughs> John Lothotep. That one's not bad. All right, we'll move on from that. So someday you'll be interviewed, and they'll say, "So, John Lothotep, how did you come up with that nickname?" And you can say, "Well, <laughs> I was doing a podcast, much like this, and Cthulhu Bob, yada yada yada, yada yada, etc." All right. So, of all the miscons that you've been to, is there one that sticks out in your mind in the past of being a real a favorite? Wow. Uh, I'll just say the first one. The first one? Yes. Okay. So we'll go with the safe answer. Yes. Well, Jonathan, uh, after saying all that stuff that won't actually go on the air because I was mumbling around trying to figure out what to say, I'd have to say the first one I went to, which I believe was number eight. And what makes it particularly memorable is simply I had moved here from the military. I was in the Air Force one day. I was attending the University of Montana the next day. Soon after that, I discovered the now non-existent Natchez game and hobby store, hobby and game store. And I was in there one time talking to Guy at the counter, who later became my good friend Jeff Hart, and I saw a flyer for something called MissCon 8, and I went, oh my god, really? A town this small has a science fiction convention? And he was like, oh yeah, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So I went to MissCon 8, and just the fact that Missoula had a science fiction convention was so groovy to me that I guess that one would stand out right. as much as any other. I mean, they've all been cool, of course. 
I think I could say I missed my first one in a sense. So I'm confused by that stuff. I had when was it? I had moved here moved back to here. I don't know if it was after I came back to Japan the second time. It might have been then, but a, a bunch of my friends were saying, Hey, we're going to this to Mizcon you know, and this was when it was at the Double Tree at this convention or whatever. Do you want to go along? And I was like, eh, no, you know, I'll pass. And I didn't go. And then, like, I don't know, eight hours later, I'm like, well, where the heck, you know, where's my roommate? Where are my friends? Are they still at this thing or something like that? You know, what can they be doing there so long? And then I think... They've been gone all night. I know, exactly. I was like, well, what the heck? You know, I was getting bored. And uh, then I went to one, it was probably the next year. I think my first one was either 17 or 18. I'd have to go look at the art to be uh, sure. And then quickly learned, well, of course, now I know why they were here the whole time. And now I have a wife that gets... uh, cranky with me when i stay here for four days and but, but she hope, does show up and make baked goods for last us, year she showed up cool. and baked for us and I'm, I'm hoping that she will do that again we're still negotiating when i originally mentioned that we were going to have you on and asked for people to email in john dalmas replied and he says good evening Ksu. yes that's his little pet name for me. John and, John and I go way back. Yes, <laughs> Cthulhu. I trust you returned safely and without difficulty to your vile den and that you had not been visited by any viral misfortunes. I almost didn't see you. Did you encounter a game that held you for the entire con? So this was sitting back in February. So this might be after RadCon? Right after RadCon. Hence okay. the viral reference too. Yeah, oh, everybody the gets viral. Sick. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I look forward to MissCon when you're very fully in evidence. You know who needs to write their autobiography? Robert Lester Lovely. That's who. Think about it, good friend. John Domus. Autobiography? Well, that would be the most boring book ever. <laughs> I'm sure you could uh, spice it up some. I could make up some stuff, yeah. <laughs> well, it's good. I was glad to see that John... Uh, is still emailed, alive. <laughs> he emailed in. Because he's been coming to these things forever, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, I think he missed, like, the first one, maybe, or something. He's, he's been to virtually all of them. That's all of them. Yeah, John he, Dulles, one of our first life-saving benefactors, actually. There was a miscon way before my time. Well, way before. I went to number eight, so sometime before my time, where it was announced at opening cer- closing ceremonies that it was done, miscon was broke, there would be no more miscons because they were out of money. And mm-hmm. John stood up and wrote a check for $100, which... Back then meant something. It was a you know fairly relevant amount, and mm-hmm. that sparked the giving and happiness. And Miscon continued forward, well, th- which is good. Thank goodness for John to save Miscon. Indeed, I was, however, visited by a viral misfortune. Addressing John's letter here or email, uh, most everyone at Radcon got incredibly horribly sick. Some people were hospitalized. I was fortunate in that I just lay around my. My den dripping with green and purple goo, <laughs> feeling awful for several days. Game and the entire con. No, but I didn't get out as much at RadCon as I'd hoped, partly because I went back to my room at 7 o'clock every night feeling horrible. Yes, I will be fully in evidence at MissCon, hopefully, and I probably won't be writing an autobiography. Sorry, John. I don't know. I think it sounds like a good idea. <laughs> well. I would dismiss it right away. All right, and then this morning I put a call out on Facebook saying that um, that I was going to have you on here. Justin Barber, of course, chimes in right away and says, find out how old he really is. He's been saying 168 years old for a few years now. All right, now. <laughs> so I'm pretty what... sure it's Justin who made that up. It, it may very well be, given my complete lack of memory, that I once said that and he picked up on it. But uh, actually, 
James McGahee made a wonderful, wonderful promotional video for MESCON 23, which you can find on YouTube and I believe on our website still, uh, in which he showed an image of me or video of me, and at the bottom it said 168 years old or some number. I think it may have been James who actually came up with whatever number. But, but anyway. Is that a, and now the age is stuck assume, like the, like and, the Yeah, name. indeed, I'm not getting any older. Uh, though if I am Cthulhu, Bob, I think it should be more like 168 billion years old, but, which I often feel like in the evenings. Assuming it's a serious question, I will be 55, or 55. I'll be 50 soon, which means I'm 49 plus. I guess, yeah, there you go. Assuming it's not a serious question, I can be any age you'd like me to be. <laughs> and then afterwards, Clinton Warner writes in, he says, some things are better left unknown. <laughs> Indeed. And I guess you're not going to tell us what those better things are. Probably not. So every year at uh, MizCon, we go and watch a movie, or we have the option to go and Indeed. watch a movie. That's true. Oh, no, you're going to ask me a question to which I don't know the answer. So we don't know what movie we'll have, we have in the, mind. Uh, the recording and look. Well, well we, we, there's, there are always two. And you can choose which one you want to go to. And I'm trying to get the Avengers as one of them, but I'm not sure when it premieres. If it premieres that day, we can't. Right? Do it. Yeah. I'm. I think it's. I think it's already out a week or two before that. So it's probably going to be the. I think it's the Avengers and Men in Black. 27 or whatever they're on now. Three actually. Isn't there? You know when I had. I'm not sure when it comes out either. It might be. This weekend, it might dun, be dun, dun, dun. to the would, Google, which would be too late, and there might be uh, afterwards. But there's a Snow White coming out. Oh, too. yeah, that's too late. That's it, too it'll late be after Miscon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought that might go along with our theme. Yeah, that would be groovy. Are you actually googling something? New? Yeah, but it'll take forever and not be relevant, probably. <laughs> do, 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 do. Especially Cut given my complete out. ability to. We're not going to use it on the podcast. No, do, but we do, certainly do. should <laughs> because of that right there. <laughs> I, I insist. <laughs> you, you will only be Jonathan Cl- Clonement if you don't uh, put that in there. That would be a good place to put our next old-timey commercial in. Well, Jonathan, you'll have your choice of the Avengers movie or Men in Black 3, unless sounds, I'm wrong. Sounds good, in <laughs> unless, unless it's something else. Yes, uh, that's almost certainly what the two films will that's be. That's what that we're, we're uh, shooting choose for. From. Indeed. So we have we have a theme for Miss Con 27 picked out, which I'm not going to mention because we're not going to say dun, what dun, it dun. is. But yeah. it's cool. And Jonathan Clonement made it up. Yeah. John Lothontip. I was glad. That I'm so From Lothontip. I, I, <laughs> that rolls off the tongue better, except I Lothotep. There you go. Crum Lothotep. Crum Lothotep. That's kind of hard to say. Crum, well, it should be. <laughs> I have to like rearrange your face and cut out your tongue in order for to you to be able to pronounce it properly. I kind of like from reading some uh, Cthulhu Mythos-based uh, comic books. Nala Tip was kind of kind of cool. Well, in, the way. <laughs> in that really horrible, evil sort of way. Right. Yes. I mean, he's a cool guy. He just he, he just took some guy's you know brain and spinal cord and eyes and put them in a jar so somebody else could use the body and then made the jar stare at itself in a mirror you know to drive himself. Well, you kind of a hobby. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. So anyway, uh, anyway, so we're going back. We have. We have 27 themed. Is there any kind of like maybe for a future one do you think have you ever thought you know what would be a really cool theme would be, you know, this or anything like that? Or do you not think that far ahead? Uh, I I'm thinking like 3 to 4 years ahead all the time. Yeah. I often get this year's dates wrong because I've just been working on 2 years from now. And uh-huh. So it's like, "May, no wait, that's wrong." Yes, actually. Uh so I'm Justin and I are planning like three, four years from now. Always, you you have to be. 
as a and as an aside, it shocked me. It was funny or something. Several years ago, I was talking about working on MissCon. It was we happened in May, so June, July. It was somewhere in the June, July time frame, and I made some comment to somebody about working on MissCon, and they were all shocked and said, "You're already working on next year." And I thought, "Are you?" Out of your mind, of course we are. Mm -hmm. it, does, it won't happen if we don't plan way in advance. But yeah, uh, recently I've been rolling that concept around in my head because we're getting close to this year and we only have a theme for, for, the, for one more for next year, as you pointed out. I think something oldie timey radio theater with all kinds of sepia tone pictures of that would be fun. That would be really we fun. Couldn't use actual Superman images, but all that old detective and superhero mm -hmm. and. All those like that would work like with a podcast really well. That would, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, it would. <laughs> There's lots of cool, groovy, really sort of naive science fiction y concepts from the 20s and 30s and 40s that we could really have a lot of fun with that. Mm -hmm. And well, and then superheroes was a, a separate concept I thought of, but so we could have we could have a superhero theme and we could also include superheroes in our oldie timey. I spelled like with E's. Yes, with the... Radio theater. Do we, do we need to put a ye oldie timey? Ye oldie timey, <laughs> Or is yes. that going back too far? No, I don't think... Yeah, they didn't have a lot of radios in Victorian England. <laughs> ye oldie timey. Well, when I was in New York a few weeks ago, walking down Broadway, as it were... Down Broadway. I had an idea. I think... And what's that? What probably, is that idea? You'll probably just laugh me out of the room for this, <laughs> for this one. I think we should have a, a MizCon the musical. I won't laugh, but I will vomit a little. I'll throw up a little. <laughs> we can have like maybe bring in some kind of like as a guest on it, like a composer, like a you know that does movie scores or something like that. And then we've already got the dance going on. But what about a live band at it or something like that? We could have a concert. Uh, we know a lot of bands actually, and we have our own built-in DJs. The uh, Dark Dreams. Yes, we could have the Dark Dreams DJs come in and DJ that, and or get a live band. Uh, musical score. We could we, we could, could write, round up someone could, who does musical. I think it could be fun. We could sing the opening ceremonies or Indeed. whatever. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to get someone else to kick dance, though. I think my kick <laughs> dancing days are behind me. I can I can spin around in my wheelchair. There you go. Do wheelies and fall over. I know the. Was it Will? Will Matross is a big fan of Glee, you know. Oh, indeed, yeah. He would be like, <laughs> he might be on board for something. He would be like gleeful. <laughs> anyway, all righty. Well, moving on. So you're big into gaming. I am, in fact. How long have you been gaming? Define gaming, oh, like boy. actually published by somebody sitting down with humans. I mean, I suppose playing as a kid, I was always role playing. I was always off somewhere in my mind, mm -hmm. not paying attention in school, uh, daydreaming about adventures and such but as far as actual i went to the store and bought dungeons and dragons which was my first purchased role-playing game when i was 15 or 16 years old it would have been 77 or 78 um i picked up this cool looking thing at a bookstore where my aunt mary worked in massachusetts and brought it home and read through it and went this is the most amazing thing i've ever seen in my life hmm. and my brother and i played dungeons and dragons so so 35 years ago, I, I think, would be as far as official structured gaming goes. So when I was learning to walk. Indeed. In other words. So a long time. Are I you going to be chucking dice. Are you going to be running anything at uh, MizCon? Probably not because no? I never do because I, I just feel uh, – well, it used to be that I didn't have time. Now that I'm essentially not doing anything useful, although I will this year finally – but uh, I usually just don't have the time to sit for four hours and run a game without being constantly interrupted by needing to go deal with something. And that's not fair to the players. So I usually run things only at other cons. But 
I have to hook up with Ken Hyde at one point and and run a game for him. I want to run Call of Cthulhu for Ken since he loves Call of Cthulhu so much. See, that's what I was thinking because he mentioned in his interview that you know he's huge into Call of Cthulhu. Indeed, he and is. And on a, a previous... He's a master of the mythos. Uh, in a previous podcast, we had this... Uh, this idea that you know when we were talking to Justin Farrington that we came up with the, the idea of like you know those dueling piano jump bars I was like how, could we do like a dueling DMs I think we could. you and Kenneth Hyde both running uh, Call of Cthulhu that could be epic simultaneously yeah so simultaneously and like and somehow forth. you know you, you know you're you're I don't know how it'd work <laughs> but, well think of something wacky yeah but <laughs> we're always talking about various concept. cool gaming panel slash game related things that we never end up doing but we there's a lot of cool ideas floating around in there we could try that but i definitely want to run call of cthulhu for ken that would be fun and play in one of his games i'd like to try one of your call of cthulhu ones sometime we'll have to arrange hopefully that. it won't have me hiding behind a couch like the last time i played call of cthulhu today. okay you can hide behind a an ottoman instead <laughs> i've lost a little bit of weight i can fit behind one of those things. indeed or a love seat i'll just go jump behind cast again all righty well that's all i have for you today Okay, well, I think we should... Oh, yeah! We were going to do this earlier. The next trivia question. I, te- I ke- always forget the trivia question. Well, since you edit this podcast, you can stick it in there anywhere you want. <laughs> I know, I can grab it and pick it up. So our You're next, the podmaster. For the next the, uh, trivia question for our MizCon 26, a fairy tale, everything but the hotel room trivia contest... I don't know what that means exactly, but well, okay. Well, because yes. we're giving away, you know, the weekend. Oh, pass, indeed, indeed. Yeah, we're giving a pass, the T-shirt, and yes. Posters and whatever. So here we go. Question number four from... Question number four is... I can't do a timpani on the table, and it probably irritates the microphone anyway. Okay, question number four, which is actually... Is it question number four? It or is. Or is it the fourth one we're doing, but it's actually question number two or something? Ah, we could just skip that. Okay. I can, question I number four is... What is the title of Larry Niven's 1970 science fiction classic about a massive artificial world? A massive artificial world. Indeed. I have no clue on that one. Well, there you go. <laughs> because I was playing D&D when you were learning to walk. Well, thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you, Jonathan. It was a, it was a pleasure to... Without you, none of this would have been necessary. have you on. Or possible. Possible. And as all my guests do, you have a great better radio voice than myself and so i'm jealous well we'll have to get someone in here who's squeaky and awful and <laughs> anyone go. going through puberty that would like to be interviewed by jonathan crummett please call um and uh, actually and thank you to all of thanks thanks to all of you out there on podcast land who allowed me to sit here in front of a microphone that looks like r2d2 and or the iron giant if you're looking at it from my side right it's a head. pretty fantastic microphone yeah it also could be one of the empire's walkie things they walk around and shoot lasers at you until it blows up. My suggestion randomly. of a name for it was Podzilla. Podzilla. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Podklatu. Oh, yeah. Something, yeah. yeah that would be, like that. be a good name. But, yeah, thanks to to all of you out there in Podland and to all the staff who run MissCon and everybody who comes to MissCon and to Jonathan Crummett for coming up with the groovy idea of doing a podcast. I'm far too old to have thought of anything hip and cool like that. So <laughs> oh, thank you. It's been a really good thing. Thank you.